Thank you so much for joining us on New and Approved. We just played the song Darkness Forever, brackets Sophie's version. And I'm joined right now by Sophie herself, the lead and creative mind behind Soccer Mommy. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm glad you played that song. Yeah, it's great. I'm glad you released that <laughs> I didn't song. didn't know anyone was playing it on the radio. <laughs> well, I'm such a like Halloween fanatic. There aren't enough artists giving us like Halloween goodies, you know, so I really appreciate that. I know, that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I've still got all my Halloween decorations up, actually, because I can't wow, bear to take mine them are down. Up, mine are up, too, as well, yeah. actually. It's, there's I nothing sadder than taking them down. Actually, sure. I was just on tour, so I came back, and I was <laughs> like, oh, everything is literally still just sitting up. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a more reasonable reason yeah. than mine. Mm -hmm. But the first thing I wanted to ask you here, one of the things I'm loving so much about this new album, Sometimes Forever, is there's this moment right at the end of Bones, the first track, the guitars just kick in in a way that makes it clear like oh this is going to be a very different album than color theory you know it kind of you're like ah she's done it again a new sound so i wanted to ask <laughs> what is it about where you're at in your life that kind of led to that sound coming through honestly i think i just always want to change things a little bit um you know even if even if the writing is is still fairly similar and hasn't changed a ton which i mean i don't think that's the case with this album but even when it is, I, I still just want to do different things just because um, it's boring, honestly, to just <laughs> keep doing the exact same thing. Um, obviously, not everything is extremely different, but, uh, you know, you want to explore new avenues. And I like so much music um, that's different. And it's just something where it's like you just want to explore, um, you know, new things. You get tired of the last thing you did and it inspires you to think, think differently for the, for the next record. Right. Well, something with Darkness Forever in particular, as you had mentioned that that song was kind of a prototype for the sounds you wanted to explore. And I also remember mm -hmm. reading that you kind of wanted it to have this sort of live feeling to a lot of the music, like at least mm -hmm. in terms of the noise and stuff like that. So why was that in particular such a drive for you this time around? Well, um, I think for one, I, you know, I have a, I have a consistent backing band and we play together a lot. And so it's like, yeah, I have people I play with all the time that can come play on the record. Um, so that's definitely important. But I also, I mean, I love, I love when music has that quality where it feels like people are actually playing a song. It gives it energy, you know, it gives it um, that, that just feeling of it not being something that's all pieced together, um, which can be great in its own way as, as well. But I, I think for a lot of the songs, I wanted it to feel like these, uh, you know, like big, big um, pop rock songs or big heavy songs, or um, I just wanted to get some of that, that energy. And since I have people that I play with a lot that are available to record, I had that, you know, opportunity to just run with that. So one of the things you mentioned is that it's kind of boring to stick with the same sound, you know, you didn't want to like, mm -hmm. cash in on that formula. But on the other end, as like a longtime fan as well, is it not scary for you to go from I mean, when Clean came out in 2018, right, you have all this critical acclaim and this fan base builds around you quite quickly. Isn't it scary to then go, I'm going to try something else now? I mean, obviously, people received it very well and for good reason. But isn't that still a scary leap each time to try take? Um, not really. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I guess it doesn't, it could be, but I guess uh, I always want to prove something different. You know, I want to like prove that I can do something else too. Um, and I think, I think as long as you're letting the songs decide 
where things are going and not forcing and you know a new sound or forcing a, a new idea it's still you know it's still my writing at the core of it and that writing isn't um it still holds all these things that are you know what people liked about other records as well so I think you just have to kind of let the songs follow that and know that people who like your your writing will be interested in it and maybe some people didn't love it you know but um I don't know. I think you gain new fans. You maybe like some people don't like it as much. Some people like it more than other stuff. Um, you just have to go with what you want to do, really. Otherwise, you're just going to end up losing sight of what makes, um, you know, the music actually your creation. So it's about that authenticity then that gives you the freedom to kind of explore. Yeah, you just have to go with yeah what what you want to do. Um, and I think so many people like so many different styles of music and yeah I don't know I think it like there's so much crossover nowadays and if you if you genuinely like it other people are gonna like it too also with Mm -hmm. kind of the distinct sound profiles there's also this distinct Mm -hmm. aesthetic profile with each kind of album and album cycle so like clean had almost this DIY kind of feeling to it I'd say and then color theory you have that kind of 2000s 90s sort of like nostalgia to it I have the color theory C- CD here. I remember showing so many people the CD casing because I was so blown away by like the cartridge, like old game console design. And this time around, there's kind of this, kind of the hardest one to describe, but this almost like magic sort of aesthetic that's coming through in the merch and the album art and even some of the songs as well. Mm-hmm. When you're writing the songs, are you already thinking of what that aesthetic is going to be? Or how do you even craft such a distinct aesthetic like that each time um honestly it kind of takes the whole like the whole process of having all these songs done to like figure it out I think when I'm writing a song I'm not thinking about you know what the album title will be and what the visuals will look like but there is this sense of um you know there's a vibe that you get from the songs that you can imagine kind of what what direction you'd be going in a little bit but I don't really think about any of it in any specific sense until I'm like, you know, mostly done writing the record. Cause I think so many things can, um, can shift in the process between having like, you know, three songs ready to go for an album and having seven and having the full record. Um, there's just so much stuff that can, can change and kind of, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of like a, like a, you know, a road it's going down that can, kind of go off in different directions and um, keep splitting um, with with just like even one new song can change things. So uh, you're kind of keeping yourself fluid in that, but then towards the end, you're kind of seeing mm-hmm. how they play into like a bigger vision. Is that right? Yeah, totally. And that's for me, that's kind of when I start really thinking about, um, you know, what is the visual mood here that is going to work with the album throughout the you know the entire album cycle like you know because you could think about stage setup merch like you want all those kind of things to tie together so you have to really decide what the overarching mood of the entire record will be and and then in terms of like an overarching theme for sometimes forever there's obviously this theme that you've spoken about before and that some of our feelings are a lot more ephemeral or temporary than we think they'll be but then there are some feelings that are those forever feelings as indicated, like sometimes forever. 
Um, what I wanted to ask you is when you're revisiting songs from your 2018 album and your 2020 album, are you still relating to the person you were when you had those experiences? Like, do they still feel like very familiar experiences? Like, are they those forever emotions or sometimes those sometimes emotions, you know? Well, well, honestly, that's the thing about um, the record. It's kind of like I, w- I was more like thinking like things can be both at the same time. You know, it can be um, things that are seem really important at certain times in your life, but also go away, but consistently return. And I think I think looking back on like uh, on color theory, a lot of that stuff still rings like extremely true for me um looking back on clean I don't it doesn't feel like a different person but it feels like a lifetime ago for sure um you know it just it just feels like I mean I was like 18 when I wrote some of those songs most of them um and yeah it's just there's a there's a huge difference in who I was then and who I am now but I still relate to a lot of the little things on on that record and in certain songs um and then there are things that are just like you know totally not the situation i'm in in my life anymore but there's still a lot of me in it i feel like what's it like then reconnecting with those songs that you see yourself in but maybe don't relate to when you perform them is that like a strange experience honestly honestly no i it's not weird it feels very um in some ways, like it feels detached, but it's it's almost like you know singing some some song that you love off the radio or something you know that has this um, nostalgic feeling for you, but also isn't um, you know isn't your life really or isn't <laughs> even a situation that happened to you. It has a certain disconnect, but also you know, it speaks to a, a part of you and like a memory of yourself and, and you know, um, youth and, and things like that, that still will always be with you. So you get to enjoy it then from some like distance, like, mm-hmm. yeah, almost like an objective observer, finally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, it just has no real, um, it speaks to like old, old pain that almost feels very I don't want to say childish, but immature a little bit, right. you know, just like very, the stuff, stuff that everybody goes through. Um, but it doesn't uh, necessarily hit these depths that are like crushing <laughs> to you, you know? <laughs> that's good. That's, that's also reassuring yeah. then. Cause like some of these crushing emotions that come through on this record might hopefully have that feeling down the track as well, which I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, thematic level too. And then to close up here, one of the things I wanted to get into was you're performing in Australia uh, very soon in February. Um, For our fans in Melbourne who are listening, that's at the Croxton Band Room, February 18th. Tickets available now. I believe you were last here in 2019. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. And so what was your takeaway when you got to perform here? And then what are you looking forward to now on this tour, now that you're coming back? Every time I have been to Australia, I have loved it. It's been super fun. Um, and my my tour manager and sound person over here is Australian. So he does our tour managing over there. So, you know, he shows us around and he like knows all these spots and it just makes it uh, really great. But I've always had a blast. I'm just excited to come back and, you know, get to play play shows again over there and also just get to like hang out over there. <laughs> so 
Yeah, that's awesome. Because I think this will be the first, yeah, it will be the first time we get to hear those color theory tracks as well. So we'll get to experience yeah. both those album cycles. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to catching you when you perform here. Can't wait. Congratulations on another fantastic album. It's three for three. Oh, Great you. record. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on New and Approved. Yeah, of course.